Hey there, it's Nick. While Alan is on paternity leave, congrats, Alan, uh, join us in watching episodes from The Greatest Adventure, Stories from the Bible. It's the cartoon that Adam constantly references, was made by Hanna-Barbera, and has some surprising voice casting. This week, we're talking Queen Esther, which you can find on Amazon, Google Play, or YouTube for free. Welcome to the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. My name's Adam. And forget all that because we're not doing that. Nope. Um, I mean, at this point, they should be. Aw- I mean, I guess you could just like jump into the feed at this point. But uh, the, if you are and you jumping listen in, to the disclaimer, right. Go back two episodes and start there um, Maybe. or anywhere. Yeah. But like. Two episodes ago make more sense for what we're doing today. Right. So uh, we are continuing our series of talking about the greatest adventure, colon, stories from the Bible, <laughs> with uh, the Queen Esther episode. They And I like that they gave her a title. Yes. I, I do feel a little bit like this series specific, because they did the same with Samson and Delilah. Like, they are adding more to the titles than is justified. Like, they didn't say, mm-hmm. like, we did the Jonah and the Nada Whale, which I feel like they should have done. Yes. Given all of yep. this or called it Jonah and the whale. And then you well, know. it is weird that they don't do it for some of them. Right. <laughs> so this was uh, 1986. Okay. Chronologically. So this is between Samson and Jonah, but like early closer to Samson. Yes. I think it's right after Samson, actually, which is interesting because the eyebrow thing is where it's starting. <laughs> I, I actually you, you, you made me notice it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm noticing it now. Um, and primarily it's the mismatch is just black. Like it's usually just like dark. So eyebrows. in this one, yeah. In the la- in the later one, it's the inverse. So darker hair, lighter eyebrows. Oh, okay, that's weird. Right? Yeah. I, at first, when I started noticing it in this episode, I thought that it was maybe just like they were calling attention to like facial features that they could easily sure, manipulate. Sure, sure. But it is interesting then that sometimes they would be lighter. Right. Don't pay attention to this character. No. Yeah. I, they're also. I don't know if you noticed this, but there is a <laughs> massive extremes in the um, number of or amount of detail put into different characters' faces. Yep. Like. Heyman? Yeah, Heyman has like a, a billion facial Yeah, there's weird um there's weird face contorting going on a lot in this <laughs> Especially episode. A lot. His his face just like like full on Jim Carrey like yep. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I feel like we always have to preface these episodes with something that's not the episode. Yeah, yeah, what what do you got? Um <laughs> So we've talked a lot about cartoons and I uh, and growing up with them. And I wonder if you grew up with uh, any action figures from cartoons. No. Uh, well, I had like a G.I. Joe. One, like, one? Singular. Like the guy? Must have been Joe. Joe? I, I assume it was Joe. Joseph. <laughs> yes. Uh, G.I. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, did I have anything? So not really. Did you have religious no, totally. okay, okay, no. okay. No, um, my parents were very much fans of uh, improvised toys in the sense that, like, so I had a lot of Legos. Was about watermelon the, with googly eyes. Yes, uh, no, a lot of boxes. Honestly, like, oh, every, yeah, yeah. My, every time my parents would go you, by, you were a cat growing up. Correct. I, <laughs> uh, I was a cat growing up. No, we had every time my parents would go past. There was a, uh, I they don't think it's in town anymore, but there used to be a appliance store that mm-hmm. whenever they had a like they had a new fridge they just put the box oh, yeah. out front and every time they go by and it was there my parents would grab it 
And yeah. a new time machine. Exactly. A new time machine. And it would go through multiple iterations of things before it finally just fell apart. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. So a lot of that, a lot of Legos. Um, and then uh, once I got a little older, then everything was uh, tools. So I would just go down to oh, yeah. the hardware store and, and buy a machete. I had like way too young. <laughs> I had a machete, was clearing paths in the in the woods, uh, nice. making tree forts. That's that sounds great. No, it's I mean, it's a very idyllic like I'm, yeah. I can't complain about it, but I didn't really have toys. Um, that's, I mean, I, I had toys like at Christmas, but it was always like bikes or things that I could build yeah. things with, um, with the exception of Legos. That's Legos very cool. was the only thing that I, I had the classic, like, um, it, it mostly matched up with the cartoons that I watched. Sure. So like Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Marvel. And then I was also recalling that, uh, when we were talking about, um, Skeletor, right? The we came across that. Um, I also had a lot of He-Man toys. Oh, interesting! Never watched He-Man growing it's up. It's a so little I had older these, than you because it's old for me. Yeah, so I had these toys like out of context, <laughs> just like, like <laughs> you what's, know, just what's like this, this uh, gentleman. I guess they ride the Panther. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. Uh, no, it's it's funny because uh, now I apparently I'm a, I collect. <laughs> yeah, now you're into toys. Weird. It's it's very funny. It's kind of funny, and you're just throwing away boxes. I am. I I'm. Like I am some weird cross between a 12 year old and a, like a 40 year old nerd who like, I, cause I, I collect the thing, but I want it out of the package and I want to like articulate its arms and yeah. put it on. Then I put it on a shelf and don't touch it forever uh -huh. uh, and forget to dust it. So I guess I'm, I don't, I'm like this weird hybrid yeah, yeah, yeah. collector, but and also like I'm You're not, mint like new. Exactly. But I'm, I exactly, <laughs> I'm collecting uh thing like more characters that I like. So I'm, I'm collecting yeah. like Indiana Jones or like, I'm not going out and like getting the whole set. That, that's that's great though i mean i n n i totally get collectors i own a record store so right. like i interact with collectors i am a collector of things but i also really respect the idea that like you get the things that you want and you actually take them out and like right interact and, with and them. play with them yeah um i didn't my sister had a dollhouse mm -hmm. um like a pretty in, uh intense one i think it might have actually been my mom's okay um like beautiful filigree, tons of stuff. And we would play with it when it was raining. And I would typically make the mom and the baby do uh, like ninja fights with each other. <laughs> sure. And so like, and you know, and your one GI Joe kicks down the door and kills exactly, everybody or exactly. whatever. Yeah. Well, so it was weird because the baby's legs perfectly matched like the mom's neck. So she could do like, like these like scissor kick and like flip them over <laughs> and <laughs> fling them. Good. So I had tons of fun with that. Uh -huh. Um, but no, uh, dolls, or like uh, play uh, uh, action figures weren't yeah. really a thing that I, I, I had, I think I had a, like, do you remember those, like the um, parachuting army men? Yeah. So I had a, like a bag of those. Sure. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. Yeah. So Queen Esther, Queen Esther, um, man, I, I'm really disappointed because I wanted you to have Bible toys. Oh, those I have to exist, right? Oh, got to. Do you think that they made toys to go along with this series? That is a like, good do you think question. that there's some Moki toys out there? Oh, I hope so. We'll if, look it up. By the way, if <laughs> anybody out there knows that they do exist, please uh, tweet or Instagram yeah. or email us. Uh, we need to see. And uh, depending on the price, I will buy them. <laughs> yes. Um, so Queen Esther, uh, I have to say, going into this, I did not remember this story at all. <laughs> um, and it, it came back to me as it was happening, but only... About halfway through, I was like, okay, oh, right, right, right. right. 
Um, which is weird because I also actually like the, the, the story. I remember liking it, hearing it. And right. then it, it, for some reason, I feel like this one takes a little bit to get going. It's got a slow burn. Um, and so it took me a really long time to finally be like, oh, right. This is the one. So I weirdly had the same experience in watching the cartoon. I actually watched this with my wife this time. She hasn't watched the previous ones, but she, and uh, the reason is like, this is the one that she watched all the time. She was like a huge fan of Esther. Her mom uh-huh. made her an Esther costume. Uh, like all she had, like Esther was like, what does an Esther costume entail? Just I a guess queen? Just like a Persian queen. Yeah. So okay. like, it was, <laughs> I mean, it might as well have just been like a Jasmine co- costume. <laughs> sure, right. Yes. Uh, probably. Yeah. Given, you know, yeah. given oh, stereotypes. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, so we watched it together and like, like I was about halfway through. I was like, I think I have seen this one, but like through the first half, I was like, I don't think I've seen this one. Oh, wow. Um, Cause I would have thought there's a few things early on that happened that I was like, I feel like I would have remembered this. Sure. Um, I, I have to say this is, I think the first one where, um, as Adam was watching it, I got a text that I <laughs> laughed at, which was, he asked, is Jewess a word? And I looked it up and it is a word and Google. The first thing it says is dated offensive, which I feel like kind of describes the series Correct. that we're watching well, dated and offensive. Because <laughs> Esther refers to herself as a Jewess. And I was like, is that a term? Yeah. And I was like, this is not right. So I texted <laughs> Nick about it. Um, there's also later and it's not there. This also, this episode, uh, a lot of anachronistic jokes, lots more than, and like, there's been none well, in the other ones. Right. Yes. But like, yep. Three or four times they specifically like put in phrases or words yep. to actively mess with the people. That, yep. It's like the first time they've actually messed with yep. the fact that they went back in time. It's like they realized they could suddenly do this gag <laughs> yes! and like, oh, oh wait, right. like they started questioning, like, what are these kids doing here? Right. How would people interact with them? Although I will say still very beginning starts again, coming from somewhere going yes. to where? Yes. So let's get into it. The, <laughs> the episode starts with again, aimless walking at night and hungry and hungry. <laughs> There's these themes, uh, which, you know, if you've got a series and you want to keep pulling in the, you know, sure. like, great. Um, I mean, I guess it like, I, maybe it's probably one of those things where like, Moki's always the one that's hungry too. We should point fucking out. Fucking always Moki. Um, oh, oh, they also referred to their own age in this one. A couple oh, of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there uh, for sure. But Moki like talks about like, I'm a growing boy. Yeah. Right. Yes. And it's like, you're a boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of age confusion. There's a lot of, a lot of confusion, confusion going on. Um, but then, like, they're, uh, they start hearing what is very clearly, like, tambourine and, and like, bassoon type. Yeah. You know, like, Middle Eastern stereotypical music. But it's so quiet. It's very, I had to it pump is the volume quiet. so loud because they were, I was like, are, wait, are we supposed to hear this? <laughs> Which I guess, like, good on them for actually doing, like, usually it's not like this, like, blasting Wah. thing. And they're like, yeah, yeah. do you guys hear that? Well, yeah, yes, yeah, we yeah. all fucking hear the really loud. Anyway. Right. But, like. Again, Derek with the not being able to identify sounds because like, unless it was like, was that my stomach growling or do I hear music? Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is right. Re- Derek says a phrase that I, uh, once again, I keep writing down these phrases that I'm like, is this a phrase? Uh, because it's said so naturally and everybody apparently understands. Uh, he says that he's so hungry, blah, blah, blah. My stomach's pushing on my backbone. I, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And also, your stomach is empty, not full. Yeah, like it's it's getting so concave that it's pushing against. I don't know. Do you? It's when a weird thing to say. When you're hungry, I don't feel it in my back. It's like front <laughs> front sides. No, you know, like if the, like the, the hunger pangs are more like yeah, like and, that might be a different. Derek might want to get that checked out. Correct. 
There's a lot of things about Derek that he might want to look into. <laughs> um, so this, they're they're walking around. They find the city. This is one of those moments where, and I actually kind of am hoping that Alan will at least call us on the prayer hotline for this. I'm begging for Alan to call us for this <laughs> because because I would love to have his distance calculating, like how much oh, they're walking. Right. You know, like they're just wandering around. Yes. And suddenly, oh, it's this town. <laughs> I want I want to know their route. I want to know how much they've walked. So here's the question. Did they fall once into this place? It's or is this a cyclic? Because like in my like, I'm realizing as you're talking about this, like, like your assumption is they fell once and have been wandering the Holy Land. Oh, and you've thought that they just keep bam, 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 bam. Correct. Oh, but here's the thing. Is it like in my I'm, I'm questioning my own interpretation of this because like, is it like a groundhog day? Like they kick out at the beginning of the day and they fall <laughs> in and go to again because otherwise why do they keep falling down the damn hole and going through the, the, the portal? Wow, that's really interesting. I can't believe that we've been interpreting this in two different ways. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. I, let, I'm, let's, I, I think canonically, let's go with your interpretation, because yes, I would like to know. But it would be funny, though, that they they keep... Well, they have to. They're jumping through time. They keep jumping through time. And also, like, the thing that happens because they jump through time is that they're fucking starving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, your body remains the same none of the none of the food inside of you oh all right i like that idea (laughs) we're just Um, gonna skip past that they've got clothes on then yes right yeah (laughs) um so they get to the town and they pretty immediately meet queen esther yeah she's not a queen yet but correct but um, she's just hanging out in front of her house as like there's a very pleasant riot going on. Yes. Uh, with all of the men <laughs> doing the, lots of things. All and uh, the, mis- the misogyny is like up to 11 in this episode. It's, it's real bad. <laughs> um, we, the, they tap her on the shoulder and do like a, excuse me, miss. Right. Um, and it's, uh, so this is voiced by Helen Slater. Is this one of the ones that no. you knew? Okay. No, no, I know, I know Mordecai. Okay. Um, so uh, Helen Slater was Supergirl. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, um, also on The Secret of My Success. TV uh, show? I don't know. Uh, City Slickers and know, yep. The Legend of Billie Jean. Hmm. Um, so the men are all going to feast. Um, we are also introduced immediately to Mordecai. Yep. Um, which, my pronunciation, not your Mordecai K-I Mordecai. Shit. No, they said Mordecai. Mordecai. You're right. And uh, so that needs to like, <laughs> canonically, I need to change it from Mordecai to Mordecai. Not that I would trust this cartoon to inform right. anything. Uh, so this is Ron Rifkin. Ron Rifkin. And uh, what do you... I know mainly from Alias. He was, right. uh, which is, uh, but I know he's been an established And there's our second Alias credit on this um, little cartoon. Who was the first one? On. Uh, it was somebody in Jonah was, uh, was an oh, Alias person. weird. Um, but no, I mean, Ron Rifkin's been in, like, I remember he's been in, a, he's been, what's the secretaries for the president? All of the people who are around the president. The cabinet? Cabinet. He's been a cabinet member in some movies. Okay. I can't remember what, like, it's like some, like, disaster movie. He's a... He's typecast as a cabinet member? Right. No, there's there's one where they're, like, having so, to get, like, three cabinet members to sign off to, to like, nuclear bomb a city, and he's one of them. Uh, I, I have a scene in my mind where they're on an airplane, huh. and he's one of the cabinet members. He might have been the one cabinet member who's like, no, we're not going to bomb New York City or something. <laughs> and then they kill, they shoot him and do it anywhere. It's, it's one, like one of those things. So uh, the credits that I have for him are, yeah, Alien. LA Confidential. Oh, who's uh, he? Uh, oh. Uh, Dragonfly and Boiler Room. Yeah. Um, I don't know any of those things. Oh, really? Yeah. Boiler Room was a was a Vin Diesel's breakout. Like he was been around, oh. but that was his like big. Okay. Um, and then I don't know Fire. Fire you think Ron and Vin stay in touch? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they play D&D together. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, so all of the men are going to this feast. Right. No women allowed. No. And cause they're like, but they're also like honoring the princes of this city. Yes. But it's all, men only men only. And everybody's uh, and there's apparently a lot of men. Like there's a, yes. it keeps coming up. Like how many men are going to be at this men. thing? Um, and so, and, De- and Derek and Moki just immediately throw Margo under the bus. Like, Oh, well, we're going. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a feast. We'll bring you back Peace. something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that there's to go. I <laughs> right. think Moki says <laughs> also, Again, with the their nomad friend Moki, they're insinuating that Moki is a local in wherever this dig is from all of the context, <laughs> except everything about Moki is that he's dressed the most normal. He has the most American yeah, yeah. like references. Yeah. Is he just homeless in the US? Yeah. Is that I what they mean know. by nomad? I don't know. Anyway, um, he, he might be like couchsurfing.com or something, right. you know, yeah, um, he's in college <laughs> and he just like has been on a, like a uh, year abroad for like yeah, <laughs> for right. 10 years. Uh, but he's not cause he's a boy. Right. Apparently, uh, Esther decides to make food for she and Margo. Right. When they go in to talk to Mordecai to, cause she's my cousin can take you to the feast. Yes. Um, and at this point, so we always get the like realization of like, Oh Whoa. my gosh, this is who this is. Right. Um, and so this is when like Margot does some school. I feel like they usually give that job to, to Margot. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's the one that like, for whatever reason, I, it's stuck in my brain that she's the one that scientifically explained to us how Jonah could live in right. a fish. Right. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> So Margot does some school and she knows that they're in Persia. Right. The first time they've ever known anything. Yeah. And, uh, but that Esther is Jewish based on like the decor in the home. Right. It felt like really obscure knowledge <laughs> that she then, t- well, not, not like obviously the menorah, like and that was, it was a menorah. Yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, I think there, were, there may have been a star of David, but it was mostly a menorah. Right. Um, which I don't know. In fact, no, if I know for sure been, right. it would not have been since right, that's right. a Maccabee thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the menorah time traveled in as well. What? A, yeah. Um, and so the guys get changed um, into robes, nice robes, right. I guess. Um, and which they do a stupid like jump out of the. Yeah, they do this like dumb bit. And I, I'm over talking about like the the guys bits because it's just like it's so dumb. dumb. Uh, just to add it because Moki's still wearing the hat. Oh, the baseball hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because how else would we know which character that right. is? I, it's got to be like, I, we don't want to do his hair. So we're just going like, <laughs> to leave the hat on. But like, what's yeah. great is that why did you get in costume? Like, why right, did you right. put on local clothes and yeah. then wear a baseball cap? Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, they, they're, as they're about to leave, <laughs> Mordecai says something that I love, which is uh, he asks Esther to prepare uh, like beds for them because he says really yes. slyly, I'm sure our guests will be sleeping, sleeping with, with us, us tonight. tonight. Yes. <laughs> and, like, the whole thing is like, you're going to fuck the three of them, aren't you? Yeah. Just like, whoa, Mordecai. Just like, <laughs> I saw, like creep factor for the rest of the episode. I just made was like to Diana was just make making sex jokes. Like everything that Mordecai says can kind of be like twisted. Oh yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Specifically Mordecai for some reason Ooh. in this episode. Um, they also like Ron Rifkin, like I've heard him act. He dialed up his accent like to a ridiculous level. There's a lot of weird accents going on in this episode. I feel like this, this episode is jarring on many levels, not the least of which being that it's probably the most boring one that we've watched. And so it's easy to latch on to like, whoa, this person's accent just 
changed <laughs> and there's like a german one that all of us you know like right. there's like all right. of these weird um it doesn't make sense um it's the 80s you, as long as you throw an accent in there we just oh, right foreigner cool it, yeah it's a different place it's yeah. not here not here um and so we're at this feast and this is when we get uh, Hasmin, the random panther uh, palace pet. Cat Sith? Like, it's a full... <laughs> what is with this thing with panthers? Yeah, right. Which um, they have, I, again, I believe chronologically, they've just confused panthers for crickets. <laughs> and so now one yes. jump, like, you get the noise, wow, and then it jumps onto Moki. Right, well, first it eats its, like, it sneaks right, up behind right, him, right, eats yes. his chicken leg. Or Something. giant turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Moki tries to eat the tr- chicken leg. It's gone. And then suddenly, like, yeah, Panther pounces on him. Yeah. And everybody's just like, ah, it's fine. It's the it's the palace pet. Yes. What? <laughs> yeah, like, get over it, Moki. Uh, it likes one person, and it's you. <laughs> yeah, you are the, the um, pet. And it's going to eat up all of your medieval times food. <laughs> um <laughs> That, that's that's the like all of food. all of the food is just like oh they they just decided like oh you know I went to this one place where they made us eat with our hands it's gotta be it's probably well, the, that's same the same stuff. right yeah <laughs> um okay and so now we get uh, introduced to the king do you know how to say his last name do you know what the because no. they keep they keep saying it really really fast they said it really really fast it's, and when it's typed out I'm like it's wait, all what the shit is this it's all consonants it's like. A R and then S H and T and Z's and stuff like that. King Ahasuerus, I think, is what it is. A H E S U E R U S. Okay, which is news to me, right? Like I maybe I, it that, must be in the verse, and we just like went sure. You know, I don't know. Um, so that's voiced by Dean Jones, uh, who is in the Love Bug, as well as Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Excellent. <laughs> um, Beethoven. Oh, uh, and Clear and Present Danger. Interesting. Um, and we meet him uh, because there's a bunch of dudes uh, basically telling the king that he's rad. And also then they bas- all of their beards in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beard. The beard animation is on point. Beards and hats. Beards and hats. Beards and hats aplenty. <laughs> the storyboards have like 60 beards. It's like a character creator. Right, right. Heyman's like falling apart cowboy hat slash tricorn. Oh, hat. It looks like pizza dough. <laughs> It looks like pizza yes! dough. Like you took pizza dough, tried to make a cowboy hat, and it kind of became and a tricorn. And you just like let it firm up in the sun a little. Yeah. Just kept it. And so bad. Yes. So the 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 dudes around the king um, complimenting him a bunch and then are like, hey, can we see your wife? <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, hell yeah. You can see my wife. Stomach. We'll have a feast for your yeah. eyes. Go get her so that my bros can check her just out. Just look at her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... I mean, okay, so let's get this out of the way. In this series, absolutely, for males, the bar is low. Yes. Very, very low. It's getting lower. (laughs) Yes. And Derek has, I think, the only feminist moment that I've seen, which is not a feminist moment, but again, the bar is so low. It's dismissed by Mordecai. But, right. Um, he he's like he's like oh that seems weird. She's right? not like, gonna like I that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, Mordecai goes like, yeah, she probably wouldn't. Yeah. But right. You're, but you're gonna do it because yes. the king said to. Yes. Mordecai says you're probably right, but the king's commandments must be obeyed. And and yeah. Um. I feel like Moki says something there too, but like. Yeah. Fuck right. It. Yeah. Well, he, or he's rolling around with the panther. With the cat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, uh, the, these guys go in and, and tell Queen Vashti, yep. uh, to 
come out right so that they can all look at her also only person with like penciled eyebrows Mm -hmm. just like her eyebrows are like on on point totally and she basically tells them to get fucked yep good for her i queen vashti like minor hero in this story 100 (laughs) percent in this series might be the like the most like the best person we have met yeah yeah um okay so then we get the guy with the pizza dough on his head we get Heyman. oh my god and he's like the rubberiest of faces yes uh he is voiced by Werner klemperer oh. um who was in hogan's heroes uh, uh oh was he colonel yes oh <gasps> no yeah which is like a pretty big pull I yeah. think, for this series uh, well at least at this point i know yeah. there's some bigger names but um he was also in judgment at nuremberg uh the man from uncle ge true so like television of a certain yeah era. but also like way before this like 20 years yeah, yeah. before this yeah um this is when we start getting those. So I made a list of all of the things that the the kids say. Oh, that, excellent. That they're like, what? Yeah. Uh, so the things that they list off are car. Car. Yeah. Watch. Watch. Cinderella. <laughs> yes. Cool. And blast. blast. <laughs> and what Nick is doing is the, the biblical characters yes, reacting, reacting to them saying things. And it's. It's insane because at one point, is it the is it the car and watch where Moki and Derek go? It's an inside joke. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not. You just talked about things from the future. Yeah. Yeah. This so isn't I, a joke. Storytelling wise, this is very conf- this is a very confusing <laughs> thing to just put into right. uh, an episode. You've messed with the narrative you've already established. Like, okay. Granted, we have not watched <laughs> the first however many episodes there are up until this point. Sure. But in our viewing, this has not been a thing. So why eight, nine episodes in, do you introduce this wrinkle? Why introduce it now? Right. And why is this the thing that throws off the biblical characters? Right. Not the clothes. Nope. Not the fact that presumably in the non-animated world, they look very different than these people. Correct. It's never, never a thing. We're also, I mean, we're, I mean, the massive conceit of we're just like completely ignoring the fact that everybody's speaking English. Yeah, right. I yes. guess. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> albeit heavily accented German, uh, <laughs> British, um, uh, arbitrary, uh, Southeast Asian accent, you know, just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the, 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 the late, the, um, like the handmaiden yep. who was suddenly doing some, yeah. Southeast Asian yeah. like pan Southeast Asian act. It's what, do they just like put it? It's like, can you do an accent? Well, I can kind of, kind of do, you know, Southeast Asian. Yeah, great. Do that. Do one. that. Yeah. Where are y'all kids from? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm from Persia. Yeah. Oh, um, it's Persian Bob. <laughs> so, uh, the Cinderella thing comes out, um, because, okay, so I'm skipping a bunch. Once Nothing again, happens. Once again, the, the biblical story is not interesting. No. It's the meta that is interesting right. to me. Although it's, this is another one where like, like you were saying earlier, uh, it, this one takes a bit to get going. Like there's a bunch of weird, weird. Cause we were, uh, we were watching it and Diana goes like, is this only a half hour? And I was like, yeah. And we had been watching it for like 20 minutes yeah. and nothing had happened. The, the whole story basically happens in the last 10 minutes of the animation. Yep. And I think that's why maybe I was like, what is this story? I don't, or, <laughs> right. you know, it's like, did we talk about this? Right. You know, and they're introducing this, this King. Um, and like, you know, the, they're introducing these names that are just not connecting me with, you know, although what, 
I'm trying to remember what the hold on. I texted it to you. I'm going to look this up. Uh, the name of the two is I think it's the two assassins. Yes. <laughs> like just because they, they're not named in the Bible. Also, I'd forgotten that there was a whole assassination plot. And when they start talking about killing the king during the feast, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's introduced very weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is Big Sun and Terish. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, like big son. <laughs> yeah, you, you and you said that it sounded like uh, like a hip hop yes! group or big something. Big son and Terish. It, it seems like to me, it sounds like one rapper and one country guy, like doing a collab. One hundred percent, like a radio friendly. Yeah, yeah, collab. yeah, like or like a big and rich. Uh, yep. Like yes, thing where it's what do you call it? Like uh, it's not even like pop country. It's like like parody pop country or something. Right. Oh um, shit. What's that? What's the, uh, what's the group? Um, the comedy bang, bang, Memphis, guy. Kansas, yeah. <laughs> Memphis, Kansas breeze. Yeah. By the way, everybody totally. look at Memphis, Please Kansas, do. Kansas breeze. It's amazing. Please do. Um, <laughs> so, so, okay. The, the Kings, Queen Vashti's dead. Gone. Yeah. Presumably. They said she, they banished her. So okay, in okay. this version, she's not murdered. Okay. Great. Um, and, uh, so the King's looking for a new wife. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna, he's going to send out all of his guards or whatever. They're going to go through the streets and yeah, take it, ladies. See, Here's the thing. In my memory, it was like voluntary. People just like nope. showed up. They like just went in and like the guy, the guard literally like kicked the door in, grabbed the daughter, brought Bye. her out. And then the parents like came out Bye. and were happy about yes, it. Yes, totally. And, and so, uh, Word gets back to Esther and Margot, mm -hmm. and this is when they start talking about how this could be a Cinderella story, right? Um, Cinderella, which which suddenly, like, I was like, oh, is Derek the like feminist in this one? Like, usually Margot is like the eye rolly boys, you know, right. everything, and she's like completely enamored with this. Although she turns into a 1940s character as soon as the guard starts talking. Do you notice? I was like, well, see here, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I'm not gonna go with you. He's like, get your hands off me, you monkey. Yeah, I wouldn't know what she called Buster. Get your hands off me, yeah, Buster. Buster. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Margo's totally enamored with this idea. Um, and we get the, oh, the chariots. We have to talk about the chariots <laughs> the chari because they have the manic, the manic the horses, horse faces and, and they all peel out and one goes apparently two chariots lengths away and stops, stops. and opens yep. the, just like, just walk. It's great. Uh, there's also like the, the, um, the resting animation through this whole, I don't know if you watched in the background, the resting animations, cause the resting animation oh. for the horse would be like, look forward, pause. Look to the side. Pause. <laughs> look forward. Look to, like pause. And like it kept doing that. But the best one was when the, when it was all of the women waiting. Yeah. And it's like they're all in like this kind of group. Yeah. 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 Squad area. Yeah. And Margot is like Margot's in like the front corners because she's you know the person we care about. But they're all all of them have waiting animations with their heads just like going from right to center. Right, center to left, back to center, but they're pausing each one. But like, oh, it makes no weird. sense because there's nobody to Margot's well, her right. Yeah, and so, but she keeps looking that way, and then like staying there for a couple That's seconds, really funny. and then coming back. It's amazing. Maybe they're all like glitching out in the time travel. Yeah, yeah, narrative, yeah. You that know, would like, make sense because <laughs> it's it's really they've concerning. not actually okay. They've not the kids have not actually time traveled. They're interacting with these things. <laughs> It's like a computer simulation, simulation and the background things are all glitching out yes. and they don't notice. They haven't seen like it. Like if they, if they see it. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, that's their out. It's like the, it's the double cat in the matrix. Like yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, okay. So this guard. Right. So Tarsic. Tarsic. Um, yeah, they named the guard. Yep. They sure did. We needed his name. <laughs> because they need to distinguish that his name, not Buster. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Tarsic, not Buster. <laughs> um, and, uh, he, they he bursts in. He checks Esther out. Like checks her oh, out. Circles yes. her. 
with the like and, hubba hubba right. and says, you are not unattractive. Yes. The king might find you amusing. You are not unattractive. Uh, God. So good. I mean, it's kind of, I know it's kind of the point right. of the story, but it's also just like extra gross feeling. I think whether it's, I mean, we've talked about this in I think every episode, but like the disconnect between the seriousness of the content and like the fact they're trying to like shoe heel, shoe heel, shoehorn, mm-hmm. uh, shoehorn in jokes. Yeah. Like you're taking these ideas, like these like really hyper real, like stereotypes from cartoons and shoving them into these narratives and it doesn't work. It just, it it falls so flat. Yeah. Um, and this is when we get the, uh, the age reveal, right? That they're, that they're not out of high school yet. Right. Margo's like, I haven't even graduated high school yet. I don't want to be queen. And, And I'm like, this raises a lot of problems because from the beginning, there are archaeologists, right? Young archaeologists archaeologists. who are not out of high school. school. I, and to be fair, they look like their thirties in their thirties. Definitely. So sound like it. And well, because especially when they're in their (laughs) forties. Yeah, totally. Um, and wow. It just really like, again, why bring that in? I mean, I get, it's like a, a, so right in context, you're playing to your audience of younger kids who are like, oh, that could be me. Right. Uh, I'm also not out of high school <laughs> and a young archaeologist. <laughs> and I have my nomad friend, Moki. Yeah, yeah. I too have a nomad friend with a random D on his hat. Yeah. What is it? Don't know. Um, it's not the tigers. Lions. Detroit. <laughs> whatever. It's not, a, it's not a cat. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, okay. So, uh, we, we are also now we get set up with the like Mordecai V Haman right. tension. I don't know if this is how it happens, but Haman is basically like raised to the best advisor because he's the one who goes like, you should get a hotter, younger wife. Yep. Yes. And the King's like, yes, you're in charge of everything now. Yep. And again, this is, I feel like this is when I started really noticing that the accents started changing, <laughs> Okay, especially like, uh, I think that, I think that Haman like has this weird, like he plays up his accent a bunch. And I think because he is German, I think right. you get a lot of weird German his, his things. Natural through. accent just kind of like slides in. It's very, very strange. Uh, not as strange as, <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty positive that we talked about this in the episode, okay. but Let's talk about the scepter and touching the tip of touch, it. Touch the yeah. Oh, the so like how is it making all the sex jokes? Oh my! Touch it like always. Gosh. Everyone's like coming here and touch my tip. Touch just just touch the tip. And so they instruct all the women that if if he like lowers his scepter to you, you have to touch, touch the tip. tip. And we also need to talk about the queer baiting eunuch. Oh, uh, well, it bothered me because like <laughs> I, he comes out and he's just like the the guy who and I can't remember what the his care the actual name is because he, he is actually named in and he's a he's the a, a palace eunuch but the way that they're the way that they cast him is they make him like incredibly effeminate yep yep uh you know like the like the stereotype 80s gay character totally or 90s gay character like think uh, oh right 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 this character who's like we need to get you dressed up yes exactly yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like He's not gay. He, well, he might have been, but he's a eunuch. Right. He was castrated before he went through puberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not, like, you're... It's 1986. Gays, eunuchs, all the same. Apparently. <laughs> like, it's just, it, like, it, my brain kept going, like, is this what they thought? Like, it was really, like, they right. couldn't tell the difference. Like, all gay people are just, like, immature. Like, I didn't know it, what the... I mean, dude, it wouldn't surprise me if there was some weird read of the eunuch servant thing that is, like, these degenerate whatever. I guess. You know? Yeah, it, well, it, so it wouldn't be surprising. It is always funny because, like, 
I don't know why, but there was this idea growing up in Christianity, and this may just have been my interpretation of what people, but there was an underlying sexual idea Mm -hmm. when talking about eunuchs, which is crazy to me because the actual process (laughs) means that you miss, right? Yes. It's, 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 it's uh, pre-puberty. So like you don't go through puberty. You Mm -hmm. don't have sexual, like a sexual awakening if you're a eunuch. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird, it brings up a lot of weird issues for me. Totally. And I don't think I, I'm, you can quote me on the fact, listener, that we are going to do a eunuch episode one yes. day. Um, it's just, it, it'll take a bit of, of research. Oh, totally. Uh, we need an expert. Um, <laughs> we gotta find me a eunuch. <laughs> uh, so, okay, when the first lady, I think it's the first lady, when she goes in to touch the tip. Yep. Did you see what she does? No. She does this weird... I, I think it's like a, a it's it's one of these animation things that it they didn't they quite don't, get the, they didn't mean for it to be this way right but what she does rather than like because most of the women like t- touch it like yep. one finger boop yep this one um <laughs> this one does like a tickling the ivories thing where she goes <laughs> she goes tickling <laughs> and I just like the idea of the king like looking at her like oh. <laughs> put her on the maybe list. <laughs> Um, crack me up. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, followed up by Esther. But the penis jokes are so right there. Like if if it's not, I mean, they they could have not leaned into it and I felt like they went like, let's lean into it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Esther is the next one. The King has this gross comment that she's as tender as a dove by by touching her. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, real bad. And he gets like real in her grill. It's, and you're like, Oh, this is just gross. Like, the whole concept is gross, but they kind of took it that extra step. We were like, oh, you're going to make us sit in it. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. I mean, th- thank you. Yeah. Um, so Esther is going to be the queen. Yep. Um, and <laughs> now you're going to have to remind me because I feel like I feel like there's stuff missing from that. Portion. Like, is that really what happened? I, 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 for some reason, I seem to remember because like we did this episode about her being like a beauty queen and right. there was like a, her getting like oiled up yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's like there is a weird sexual element of the the yeah. process right well, yes and they they skip over it because it's basically that that panning shot i mean of, of course they do yeah, yeah yeah which also there's they're, they're supposed to be fanning them but like the way that the camera it looks like it's just a man spanking women <laughs> which you know and like it's right after the and then like the touch the tip and everything like happening all at once it's like what is going on yeah uh but yeah it's that 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 they're basically getting all out of the way in that one penny because yeah she goes through i think it's like 90 days of being it's a bunch of stuff soaked in like you know milk or something like that to get yeah in the in getting in pushing this story through very late in the episode yeah they just like she's the last one in the king's ready right touch the tip baby let's go yeah we had to keep all of that like the cat stuff or the panther (laughs) stuff in here like can't touch that essential but the story we may just like need to get through it quickly yeah um and so she becomes the queen also Margot through this is like acting half yeah it doesn't offended like oh but also like half like yeah i don't have to be queen yeah her role is very strange i like this. that she assumes that she would have been chosen too and is she, like i did not see her touch the tip like i don't even know no, if she was she in the running the, she was in the next step she was the oh, next right, person yeah, in line yeah. and like it's like yay um and so after she gets um also derek and appointed Moki queen don't seem to be concerned about this no not at all okay um they have their own friends in town <laughs> 
Um, and and this is where we suddenly get the Slay the King right. uh, subplot, which happens very very fast. very fast. And I like did a celebratory like, oh, it's the city gate, right? I right. got really excited. But then like the city gate looks like a side door. It does. I did not. That, I think that's what threw me off. It's like in my brain, like the city gate is like this massive fuck. Well, we, it's the Samson door. Yeah. When we talk about this in the the actual like. Esther episode where the city gates seemed very important correct. to the, your biblical retelling. Correct. Of this. Did not give a shit about it in this animation. No, uh, short it, trips. In fact, like I think really the only way it's brought up is that they say that he is the gatekeeper, right? But they're really just standing like in a hallway or something. Right. And, <laughs> and like it, it's like gardened around. So it's like, mm-hmm. it literally does look like the side door yeah. and maybe that's the thing. Maybe like Mordecai thought he was this like a hotshot gatekeeper. Right. But the, so part of this, the, the like biblical telling is that like he's at the city gate where it's like very bustling right. and he's like always kind of overhearing like he's a guy in the know and there's nothing going on. No, they also in the Bible, he doesn't have a job. He's just going and hanging out at the city. Yeah, gate. he's <laughs> like, it's, he's not the gatekeeper. Uh-huh. He's just a dude. But it does seem essential, at least in this telling, that he is a gatekeeper because right. it is like, oh, he works for me. You know, like later on, it's brought Correct. up. Correct. Which makes sense. Yeah. In a, that actually, a story, I mean, the, like a from a story, sense. it makes more sense than what my impression <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean that guy that's just always out there? Yeah. It, like <laughs> freeloading Mordecai. Yeah. 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 I know him. Uh, so we get the Slay the King sl- subplot, and now's when uh, the execution orders start rolling in. Right. Uh, and, uh, I got really excited that we were going to see some executing. Yep. Nope. Which we don't, but we do see an executioner for a moment. Oh, I missed it. When I'm they always make a stupid joke when they're about to pan to what you presume to be the gallows or whatever, like how people are kind yep. of lining up. They do two different pans okay. and in one of them, there is an executioner and in the other one, he's gone. Oh, uh, and maybe, th- it, maybe it was the Grim Reaper. <laughs> Maybe or another glitch in the yeah, time travel the metric, thing. Yeah. But the executioner, <laughs> executioner A plus, like looks like your classic. He's like extra giant and has the like Inside triangular the, oh, black yeah, yeah, yeah. with just two like white cut out eyes. Excellent. It's so good. I will go back and watch that for that. Um and uh yeah yeah it's just like a lot of yes 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 kill them whatever uh and then uh it's this whole plot is found out um, with uh, Haman and Mordecai. The beef starts, right. intensifies, and uh, Haman uh, gets the king to send out this notice. Right. And the notice looks awesome. Yeah, the notice looks like what you would assume... Like the like the Disney animated Robin Hood, all, all of the yes. like Sheriff of Nottingham. The is text like, is so good. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... Uh, although... I realize like it's kind of like what the like the Asian writing on to go boxes on like <laughs> like Chinese to go boxes. It's not Persian. No, no, no. It's, there's nothing that no. it's like faux Chinese. Also, it's in English. It's all. Yeah. Also in English, <laughs> um, which I, I feel like this is the time they could have written it in some in, in actually written in Persian because there's a person who's going line by line reading I, it. I, I was expecting it to not be because they like kind of zoom in on right, it. And then it's oh, that's English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, back to back. Like I started getting really into it right now because you see this cool executioner and then this notice. And I was like, oh, oh they right. got some cool animator on board to do these things. And then that's all gone. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't actually kill anybody. Um, and uh, I st- also started cracking up because right now we get we get the. um the subplot that always happens where like the characters start to get antsy. Yeah. And they're like, we gotta, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> so Derek, who's not really been a part of anything. Nope. It says like, we're going to have to be going on our way soon, which again, like where the where? fuck are yeah. you going? Where? 
Why now? As things are like building to a head. I, I don't know. I do not know. We've got to get to the next waypoint so that we can like be teleported somewhere in time. Right. Yeah. So they they uh, they see the order. They come for um, Mordecai and dude tears his garments. Oh, yeah. Just straight up in half. Correct. No effort. Yes. Whatsoever. It's just like it is time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very simple. Like, was this scored perfectly to like rip? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's time for your favorite sackcloth and ashes, baby. And let me just say Mordecai's sackcloth. Like he looks so good. He was full, full Jedi. It's <laughs> basically just a brown hoodie. Yeah, but it's like, it's like he looks cause he's like kind of sitting cross-legged yeah. on the side and like, it's so good to me, but it's also not like we no. looked up what sackcloth and ashes it's not was and it's like, that's what we assume it to be. Right. But it's not, it was nope. like goats. Right. For and shit. Right. Right. Also, Diana got a really good kick out of the messenger that sent to Mordecai from, mm-hmm. uh, cause well, we, I, so I totally skipped over Esther and in the, like Esther and Margot living yep, it up. Yep. And, oh, right. and she's like, something's wrong. Like everybody seems like nobody's yeah, walking yeah. around and everybody seems sad. Uh-huh. Go find out. And it's like, and so like the, the lady's like, Oh, it's because like your cousin Mordecai is going to be murdered. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Oh, well, let's send him a, a, like a new set of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like that'll make him feel yeah, better. Yeah, to buck up. Right. Yes. Uh, but that's like immediately then like she doubles down and then like Esther suddenly goes boss mode. And yep. this is when you get the cool Esther that everybody likes. Yeah. Everybody likes the exactly. story of Esther because she's rad and she starts like, also, she's going to figure this shit out. Marco knows some like some this of the biblical the stories like at what point does she go like hey esther you're kind of need to but she's like playing into this whole thing like i'm a handmaiden for the queen this is the thing so in the narratives of of these they're always the ones that we have watched there have always been like an expert in the story right present in the story and there isn't one nope they're like on no their narrator own. and no. so so it seems like Margot is kind of given that role but she's but they still doing don't. it right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So, oh yeah. And so when Esther sends him the new robes, Margo says that says, oh, a new outfit always gives me a lift, <laughs> which is just like, fuck. What, what, what Why are you Why write that in? What are you doing? Um, Esther goes boss mode. Uh, meanwhile, Heyman is on cloud nine about the banquet that he gets invited to. With, He's like peeing in his pants. Yeah. Yeah. Telling his wife. Okay. This was my, my, uh, Heyman's wife, my favorite. She's like, <laughs> she's on this Shay's lounge. The whole, whole, she doesn't move. Yeah, yeah. From the chaise lounge. And she's eating, I'm saying olives. Might be grapes. Grapes is what, yeah, yeah. But like. Sure. I, I, I can't do it now, but like I had a whole thing like like inner monologue going with Diana that like we were dying out where she's just like, I'm going to have a grape. Listen to my husband eat <laughs> well, another grape. The first time that he comes to her, she doesn't say anything. No, they don't like popping. Like just, just and she's like shoveling these spheres, yeah. green spheres into her mouth. Yeah. The second time she actually does. And that's when she gets the like weird, like East Asian or like, what is that? Accent? I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> Heyman, <laughs> My my favorite thing about this is that Heyman declares, like, prepare my finest robes. Yep. The, then he is seen going to the dinner in the same, same exact outfit. <laughs> pizza, pizza pie, like, yes, not on. Same thing. Nothing has changed. And they are eating this feast on these weird loungers. Yep. Everybody's eating on loungers. This is a thing that I, I'm thinking this is where my impression that all, like, Middle Eastern <laughs> places ate like this it was from this damn cartoon it's it's a weird thing and i'm sure it's not correct um but i also like 
from a personal standpoint, like I don't want to eat laying, laying down. down and like laying side. It's the most uncomfortable looking way yeah. of like you have to prop yourself up with one elbow yeah. and then shuffle medieval times food into Correct. your face while your body is horizontal. Correct. Uh, just sounds messy. Right. And like you would not be digesting very well. No, 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 no. Haman's wife. Yep. Appears in this. Yes. Is this canonical? I believe so. I like, believe that we do talk about. Okay. Okay. Um, and, but my problem with her, I know you're a fan, but my problem <laughs> is that like, she, she's the one that like has these evil suggestions, right? It seems like she's the one that's feeding the venom. Into, yes. Like, uh, oh, no, I mean, that, that makes sense for what they're like. They're setting up that it's never the man's problem. Like it's, it's the women poisoning these men's minds, I guess. But yeah, like it, it at least occurred to me, like it's so easy to make pizza dough guy, the villain, right. who's just like, he's there nefarious, He has a motive, whatever. And she's just feeding him all these things. And like, I need to eat more grapes, <laughs> bigger grapes. And I will only get bigger grapes. If you become the pet, right? <laughs> right. So, I think maybe my favorite scene now happens where the king is sleeping. Yes. Oh, and you, he I, is I'm sleeping. Sorry, I'm sorry. You mean Hemsworth King? <laughs> <laughs> he is sleeping in only cuffs. Cuffs. Correct. And earrings. And earrings. Wow. Jesus. Holy shit. He is cut. It's so good. Which like, I think in the next scene, I'm like, I, I was like, I am buff and you'll never know because I'm wearing these robes to cover it all up. But he is like, like a Hemsworth. Yes. Just <laughs> amazingly cut. Yeah. Um, and so this is when he like, I mean, even in the biblicals, I don't really understand. Like he sure. has the nightmare and he's like, let me flip through the book. Did we ever see? Here's the thing in the Bible. Like the story is he basically calls in the, the, the historian right, right. and has him read to him, yeah, yeah. which makes a little more sense. Like just sure. read to me and I'll fall asleep because it's so fucking boring. Yeah. And this, this one does seem a lot more a book and it's, it seems a lot more deliberate. Like I've been thinking about this guy. Did we right. ever, what, who is that guy? Oh, that's his name. It seems a lot more deliberate, right. which is fine for a storytelling purpose. Sure. And this is when, this is when I started like checking the time on this. Yeah. Cause I was like, man, this one seems long. Uh, like as a kid, I feel right. like I would find this so, so boring. boring. Yeah. It's just a lot of adults talking yeah. and like they've removed the fun, the fun, like <laughs> the I'm, murders. I, yeah. <laughs> the, yes. The, the murders, uh, the, the, the meta that I enjoy is like basically completely removed at this point. Right. And I feel like the whole thing kind of, the whole episode kind of suffers at this, at this point. Oh, it's for just, sure. um, well, and, and like the whole, like the three meals, like it, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes even less sense in this context. Like I know that that's what really happened in the story or like that's what happened in the story, but like her just like being coy and Uh saying like, I want you to come back for another one. It's just dumb. (laughs) Right. Yes. Uh, The King is, is restless and tries to figure this whole thing out. Uh, He does uh, the Haman Mordecai thing comes to a head and then the roles get reversed. Um, And the kid, what I love about this is like, you got to hang someone. Right. Like somebody needs to be. Yeah, we killed. can't we can't have it like a, like it's this is a zero sum game. Somebody will die. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you saw this, but like when Mordecai is uh, being pulled on the cart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Heyman's like, you know, sarcastically saying blah, 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 blah. The cart looks like it has a boner. <laughs> like it was. And it's just like 
like it's like it's a cart from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, well, so it's supposed to be the post that connects to the horses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's being pulled, but there's no there's no ropes off of it. Oh, and so it's like there's this tongue. Yeah, yeah. That's like sticking. That's really and funny. it's just it's it was disconcerting because it's like why is there like just this phallus pointed I, at me? I despite it being like a central crux of the story, I was zoning out heavily on <laughs> as soon as like it was parading him through the streets yeah, and yeah. whatever. It's and nothing really no, and like it kind of want was the end uh, totally yes um and uh the message gets relayed that the jews will not be killed and the thing i know that this is in the bible as well but they bring it up here but if they're attacked they can they defend fight themselves, back yeah. which is just like yeah, you know <sighs> shit sherlock <laughs> that, that general that, that usually is the law like if you're attacked you have the right to fight back yes i don't think there's a society on earth where just like free citizens don't get to defend themselves yep, yep. um so the story wraps itself up and the the kids are now free to leave. Right. And they get their going away presents. Which is apparently just bags of food. Bags of something. <laughs> Pans. Could maybe. Be. We yeah. don't know. Just, and I felt like it's like we did pretty good misogyny wise up we? until this point. Did I mean, we? Comparatively. Did we? I don't think we did, Adam. I, well, I really not, don't think for we some did. Reason, like at that point, I was like, hey, we're doing OK. And then they throw the last joke in. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing that she says is, hey, fellas, this is no way to treat a queen. Right. Well, because she was like, <sighs> what is she? She says, like, I could have been queen. And so and they're like, all right, your highness. And they give her all of their bags. And yeah. Moki and Derek just like run forward. Yeah. It's such pretty bad. <sighs> Off into the sunset to. We don't know the, their next adventure, I guess. Um, w- in your enjoyment, where would you rank this episode based on the based Between on the, the three? The other three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's better than Jonah. Oh, you, th- you liked it better than Jonah. I think I like Samson the most, mainly Sam- because yeah. of the mushroom weird hat, the priest hat oh, and the glider. And the glider, the glider, <laughs> the, glider yes. the glider really like, takes that, that. that. And the like flying through the canyon yeah. animation yeah. is f- stellar. I, it's a toss up between Jonah and this one. Like I really did not like this one and I'm really disappointed about it because I think it is like, I do really like this story, story yeah. but it just doesn't lend itself to an animated context. At no. All. And I feel like, I feel like this one, it, it didn't need much to make it a good story. Like right. you didn't need to juice it up much, Yeah, but they failed. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> um, well, I think that basically does it. I do have one little review to share with you. Oh, yes. This is from the I, YouTube comments. This makes me so happy. Um, and uh, my favorite, I just have one this time, and it is, uh, it's a little bit of a gripe. Okay. The gripe is, I don't particularly like time traveling shows, movies, etc., because they allow people to disrupt time itself. <laughs> Uh, oh, I really hope that this person just came to this. This is the only th- like completely out of context. This is the thing they watched and their gripe was the time travel out of all of the problems. I presume that they didn't get past the intro. Like they saw they watched the intro oh. saw, and then they were like, fuck this. I don't I don't like I don't do I like time the, travel. Yeah, they I'm could out. just mess with time itself. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, thank you. That does it. That makes me so happy. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJV pod on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with what we're doing. Um, Nick has been doing an awesome job of Twitter. I've been doing a terrible job of Instagram, but hopefully that will change soon. Only a couple typos. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I, it's 
Yeah, I know. Uh, it's been a while since we've asked for your ratings and reviews. So if you have the time, and I know many of us do right now, uh, please take a second and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Stitcher, or any other podcast review site. It really helps uh, new people find us, and uh, it is an easy and free way that you can help us out. So if you would like to help us out, We'd really appreciate it. Thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixari, off the album El Moren. And this week's Resurrection Records artist is Sexless. Uh, you can find links to these songs, to the stickers we have for sale, uh, all of our back catalog, all sorts of things on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. That'll do it for us this week. Until next week, Alan, hear my prayers. Please make me a map of how far these characters have walked at night from city to city. Thank you. Bye.